Hey y'all, it's Lindsay. Thanks so much for listening to another podcast with all the things. And today I'm so fired up because I'm so passionate about what we're going to talk about today. And that's about self-complacency. And listen, I've been here. I've been in this spot. I've been where you're at, where you just feel like you're stuck in a rut and you're just going through the motions. You are, as I talk about all the time, living on this hamster wheel that you feel like you're just running and running and running and can't get off of. And we treat our bodies like Amazon Prime where we got to go, we got to move, we got to go, we got to move. It's got to be quick. It's got to be now. It's got to be fast. We got to go here, there, blah, 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 whatever it is. And if you're a mom and a wife and you own a business or you work or you stay at home or whatever it is you do, you still can get stuck in the rut of complacency. And we don't even realize that we're doing it. You know, we just, we start going through the motions of got to do this, got to do that, check it off our list, uh, just good enough to get it done so we can go, 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 go. But you know what I miss? I miss that teenage version of myself and that college version of myself that had dreams and aspirations and um, aspired to be so much more. I had time to aspire to be so much more. I didn't think I did at the time. It was always like, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. But then I'm like, what was I really even busy with? I don't, I didn't even know what busy was then. But, uh, you know, we get in this spot of self-complacency and I'm going to do a self-complacency check today. Okay. So I'm going to ask you some questions and I'm going to talk about some things and I want you to say, oh gosh, that's me. I want you to be honest with yourself if that's you. And if you're listening or, or you have a daughter that's young, I want you all to intentionally instill this in you or in her or even your sons that um, it is so important that the older we get that we do not lose our passion and our dreams and the things that is placed on our heart because we get trapped and caught up in all the noise. Because I think when we're younger, it's just not as, maybe maybe it is now, I'm not sure. But I know for me, 15 years ago, it wasn't near as noisy for me, so to speak, as it is now because there's so many things that sit on my plate that I don't feel or hear those desires of my heart. And so here's, let's just, we're going to do a self-complacency check, okay? I cannot get ahead ever, no matter how hard I try. Life is running me. Life is running over me. I am running on the hamster wheel of life, going, well, going through the motions is one of them. But um, you say yes to things that you know and you feel that you shouldn't because you're trying to please people and then you put more onto your to-do list. And then here we go again with, I can't get ahead. I can't get everything marked off my list. You're treating your body like Amazon Prime. You are go, 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 fast, fast. A fast food mentality where it's got to get it done, got to get it done now, but I still can't get ahead. And your list is just, it never ends. It never ends. Ever. Ever. When you think that you have everything done, you add two more things to it, and you just 
leads to thing number two, that you are constantly exhausted, that your mind can't even think. Half the time, you're just, your mind is numb, or you can't remember what you walked to the kitchen for because your mind is racing and it's thinking all the time and trying to keep up with everything. And you're just living for the end of the day. You wake up in the morning with the attitude is, oh, I can't wait to get home tonight and crawl back in bed. Or you're living for the weekend. You dread Sundays or you dread Sunday night because you know the next day is Monday and here we go again. It's You're just so freaking tired and not, oh, I can lay my head down and go to sleep. Just your body is just drained. It feels like it's just jello and you're like, oh, I just want to rest. But then you lay your head down and you can't rest because your brain is always racing and it doesn't stop. And some of these things are anxiety, you all. Some of them, they really are. Maybe you don't even know you struggle with it. But some of these things are just anxiety and anxious thoughts. And that leads to my next one is you are always feeling frustrated or you're easily agitated. I can relate to this one so much. That feeling that you can't breathe and that panic and that constant worry and um uncertainty and then you are bitter and you're anxious and you take these things out on the people that you love where silly things make you mad or upset you and you're bitter towards others that are doing things and you're like well I can't believe they're never gonna make it their business will never make it and you just become negative Nancy and and that's not who you are it's just because you're stuck and so the things that you're telling yourself that you're saying to yourself about others is really what you're instilling in yourself as well. Because if you believe they can't do it, you definitely believe that you can't do it. And so you're just frustrated and agitated and anxious and you're not comfortable in your own skin. And then we begin to compare ourselves to others and the lives they live and We find ourselves scrolling Facebook and Instagram and the ads that target us don't make it any better. The ads that we click on or the things that we read continuously pop up because that's the thing we stopped and look at. That's target marketing. And we're just so frustrated all the time because we can't get ahead and we're exhausted and we can't keep up and we're comparing. And then... We go through the motions and maybe that's part of fulfilling your purpose. I truly believe that there's days that we fulfill our purpose every single day and it's just through doing the things that we do every single day that is part of our purpose and we don't even realize that. But to us, it's just going through the motions and it feels monotonous and it feels exhausting and it feels frustrating and we're just on autopilot. We're on autopilot. We literally just know that, you know, we're going to go get in the shower. We're going to get dressed. We're going to take our kids to school. We're going to go to work. Then we're going to come home and cook dinner and clean house and do laundry. And then we're going to go to bed and we're going to do it all again. We just know that. We're on autopilot. And we don't even think about it. We just we just do it. Sometimes we're okay with it. And other times we're just angry and frustrated that It's all on our to-do list, but we do it anyway, and we go through the motion, and we make zero changes to our life. 
And number five is that we have absolutely no goals, not, not, not resolutions, not New Year's resolutions. We tried those and it didn't work because, you know, it was a New Year's resolution and we gave up really fast. And, but we have no goals, no intentions, no dreams. We have lost who we used to be because we're so tired and bitter and frustrated and agitated and uh, we can't get ahead. So we've just given up on all that. We forgot about it. We forgot about those things we aspired to be when we were younger, those things that we were passionate about, those things that we were loved, those things that got us excited. We lost. We feel like there's no hope and we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. So we can't be a light for anybody else. So we've got to get you out of this rut. We have to do it. We have to get a big old tractor and chains and we have to pull you out of this rut right now. And you have to make that promise to yourself that when the tractor starts pulling you out, that you're going to hit the gas and you're going to keep going because it's not going to be easy. You still might be stuck in that rut. And it may take a long time to get out. And it may, it may not take long at all. I don't know. I don't know your situation. But I have been here. And you can do it. You can get yourself out of this self-complacency rut where you're going through the motions of life and you're not living. Well, actually, you're just living to die. You're not actually living. And I think that we should enjoy life. I don't think every day is going to be cupcakes and rainbows and sunshine. I know that there's going to be hard times and there's going to be bad times. But golly, you all, we can't live every day like that. We cannot live every day just going through the motions, miserable, hating the life that we live. And some of you all are doing that. And it shows. It shows. It shows how when you put posts on Facebook or when you talk to others or, you know, you just are around people. We've got to stop. We've got to stop and reassess and reevaluate and pull ourselves out. Nobody else is going to do it for you because more than likely, if you're complacent and you're bitter, people are going to pull away from you. So you're going to have to help yourself here. You're going to have to help yourself. You're going to have to do it. But you can. You can. You just have to make yourself the promise that you're willing to do the work. So let's do it. Let's 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 pull ourselves out right now. Okay. So let's start with thing number one. Okay. Let's just start with thing number one. I can't ever get ahead. All right. Well, if we can't ever get ahead. We're going to have to take some things off our plate so our load isn't so heavy so we can. And that's the first thing that we need to do is learn to say no. And we've talked about this on previous episode, but we have to learn to say no. We have to learn to value our time. We have to learn to um, learn how to intentionally spend our time so we can get ahead. We have to learn to get organized and be able to control the things that we can so we're prepared for the things that come at us and we're ducking and dodging and we're able to do that at ease because we've planned. And so if you have not listened to my previous episodes about um, planning your mornings, planning your nights, planning your weekends, meal prep, all of those things, please go back and listen to those because these are things that are going to help you get ahead. 
These are things that are going to make a huge difference and a huge difference in your life. And you're never going to feel like it. And you're probably never going to be motivated to do it. You're going to have to make yourself to just try, just try. Make yourself a promise that you'll try for a week. And then for two weeks, baby step into this where you can get ahead and quit letting life run you. Life should not run you. You are your own person and you are in control of your life. Control it. You have that ability. That's one of your super, superhuman powers is to control your life and to push the brakes if you have to. If you have to hit the brakes and come to a screeching halt to control your life and start over, start fresh, start with something new, do it. Pump the brakes now. Don't wait. Don't continue to wait. Don't continue to downward spiral or run on that hamster wheel until you're just so freaking exhausted that you can't go anymore and you're done and you're comp- you're depleted of everything that you have because it makes it even harder to get out of get out of that hole. And if you're completely exhausted constantly, listen, you're not you're not alone. You wear so many hats. You do. As a mom, as a wife, as the cook, as the maid, as the business owner or the employee or whatever it is, you wear so many hats. It is understandable that with all the things that we have piled on our plates right now that we are exhausted, okay? And some of those things that we we just can't help, it has become a norm, It has become a norm to pile as much on our plates as we possibly can because we're pouring into our kids and we're pouring into our husbands and we're pouring into work and we want to try to wear all the hats and we want to wear them well. And I commend you for that. I commend you for that. But again, there's things that we're going to have to learn to say no to. The things that we're like, really, really, does this make me excited? Are these things that excite me, that gets me fired up, you know, And some of the things we can't control that with. Some of the things just have to be done. But there are things that we have on our plate that just, they're there because we didn't want to let somebody else down. And it's exhausting to us mentally and physically. And something else you can do if you're constantly exhausted is start trying to get in bed earlier. Create a good routine. Have a good night routine so you're getting a good night's sleep. And then get up early. And start getting shit done early. That's what I do. And yes, sometimes it's hard. And it's hard when you're trying to uh, start this. It's hard when time changes. But listen, just listen to me. If you're constantly exhausted and you're living for the end of the day or you're living for the weekend, it is time that you have to do something different. Look at yourself and say, I have to do something different. And try these things. Try these things. Pull yourself out of this self-complacency where you're waking up every day and you're yelling at your kids, get up, we got to go, we got to go. Quit using the word, oh my gosh, we're late. Excuse me, the phrase, oh my gosh, we're late. Oh my gosh, we got to go. You are exhausting yourself even more because you're anxious because you're late. Quit rolling out of bed and throwing on clothes without taking a shower and having some quiet time to prep. Your brain was not made to just automatically start the day, you know, at full speed. Think about when you're working out. Like, your body needs time to warm up. 
Your brain needs time to warm up in the morning. And when you're just jumping out of bed because you're late and you've hit the alarm clock 10 times, you are not, not starting your brain by warming it up. And it's going to be exhausted and stiff and sore and tired because you didn't give it the time it needed to really prep for your day. And you are going to be exhausted. Are you doing this? Are you guilty of jumping out of bed in the morning and being late for work and getting your kids to school and starting your day where everybody is stressed out and you're telling your kids like, you're making me late. You got, we got to go. We got to go. We got to get in the car. We got to go. When we get to school, you got to get out of the car. You got to go now. (sighs) Why won't these people go on? If that's how you're starting your day, you are exhausting yourself. You are making yourself more exhausted and you are in control of this. You just have to decide that you're tired of living in this chaos and you're tired of being tired all the time. You're sick and tired of being freaking tired all the time and it's time to make change and do something different. You have to decide that. And then let's go into the frustration and the anxiousness and the anxiety. I deal with this more than I probably deal with anything else. Seriously, it's part of my anxiety. It's part of my depression. It's something I've battled and it's something that I really had a light drawn to during COVID while we were home. And so, you know, just that feeling of can't breathe. So let's go back to getting up and being late. Well, I really couldn't breathe when I was getting up and yelling at my kids. We got to go. We got to go. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I'm panicked. You know, and just get agitated over silly things. And I did an episode a couple weeks ago. I can't remember how long ago and which one it was about how, um, Miles whispered a secret in my ear and spit a bean in my ear. Last night it was spaghetti. We had spaghetti and he wanted to whisper in my ear. He wouldn't tell me a secret. You all, those are pivotal moments between you and your kids. And a lot of us get frustrated about those things. I've been at a point where I would be frustrated about those things. I am so much less frustrated with my kids and my husband and my life because I'm out of the self-complacency rut. Think about that. You have to be willing to admit that you're frustrated over little things that are trivial. Things that could be laughable. Like a bean in the ear or like spaghetti. What what harm is that doing? But because you are stuck in this rut of self-complacency and you're frustrated and you're anxious and you get agitated so easy. If you have to ask yourself, like, why, why did that upset me? Like, why did I get upset over that? Why did that bother me? Or maybe it's, you're just bitter towards other. You're the negative Nancy. We have to change our mindset. It's all about our mindset. It's all about making the small changes that are going to affect everything that happens from that point on. From A to Z, the changes that we make, it's a refining process, it's baby steps, it's small steps to get from A to Z where we are better human beings, where we're not frustrated and agitated and we're not bitter and we're not mad at other people that are accomplishing their dreams. I believe that a lot of reason we can't fix other women's crowns or um, empower other women or we're bitter or we compare ourselves is because we are so self-complacent that we hate our the lives that we're living. We hate that we're tired. We hate that we constantly can't get ahead. And we're looking over here and we're like, 
They just seem like they have it all together. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But that's their life to live. And you have to make the changes in your life so you're not living frustrated and agitated and bitter and angry about your situation or your past or whatever it is. We have to find ourselves and get out of this self-complacency rut where we're not doing that. So how do we how do we avoid this frustration? And how do we feel comfortable in our own skin? We have to do the things that help us get there, like getting up early and waking our brain up. We have to prepare for our day. We have to quit getting up and yelling at our kids. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. We have to we have to quit doing that. We have to have time for ourselves. We have to have time to take a deep breath and do the things that we know that make us feel better. Things that make us feel full, you know. And for me, here's some. Here's just some of those things. Um, you know, I know that if I don't make the bed in the morning, now it took me a while to get in this habit. But once I've got into these habits, I know that it's going to drive me crazy if I don't make the bed in the morning. So. Making the bed makes me feel better. I feel more comfortable and confident and less frustrated when the bed's made. I know when I oversleep and I jump up and we're trying to rush out the door and the bed's not made, I'm frustrated. So find the things that you're like that you know are the underlying circumstances to why you're frustrated and take care of those things. Um, for me, working out makes me feel better. I'm not nearly as frustrated or agitated or bitter or find myself comparing when I work out. It's just a mental thing. It makes me feel better. Um, You know, other self-care things like bubble baths, uh, you know, skincare. Like I've really started taking care of my skin and doing my facial routine every every single night. Shaving your legs, having a hair appointment, getting a massage. Things like that will help you unwind. And it's all like it all goes hand in hand. You're going to relieve that bitterness and that anger and that frustration and just let it go. Have some time alone with your thoughts. Have some time alone with your thoughts. If you're struggling with bitterness and anxiety, listen, I truly believe that what we put in, what we put in is what we project out. So if you're surrounded by negative people or nobody surrounding you because you're that negative person, you're going to have to feed yourself some positive positivity. You're going to have to listen to some podcasts. You're going to have to listen to some books. You're going to have to do a devotion. You're going to have to find something to pour into you. But if, if you're listening to negative things and negative people all the time, you're probably going to be negative. You're, you're not going to have the intentions to, but somewhere along the line, it's going to cross over. And I believe we can't run from those things, from people that are negative. We can't run from problems. We can't run from situations like that. But I do believe that there's times that we have to distance ourselves from it when we see that, that it's happening to us. And people may be doing that to you if you're the one that's negative and bitter all the time. Listen, I get it. I get it. We all have so many different circumstances and things going on in our life or things in our past that we're, we deal with, but we have the choice. We have the choice to change our mindset and look at it differently. We have the choice. We have the choice to change from 
Woe is me to, I got this. I can do this. I'm going to use what I've learned in the past and things that have happened to me to make me a better human in the future and every single day. I see these things that I don't want to be, so I'm going to work harder to be this. It's self-recognition, you all. It's recognizing, it's recognizing the problem and having that epiphany moment that this is why I'm frustrated. This is why I'm anxious. This is why I'm uh, bitter. This is like, open your eyes. Why are you these things? I'll guarantee you, you haven't been like this your whole life. Somewhere along the lines, you've lost yourself. You've lost that person that was happy and um, creative and imaginative and you had goals and you have dreams and aspirations and somewhere along the line, you've just lost yourself and it's made you bitter and frustrated and angry. It's not, it's not too late. It's not, it's not too late. And going through the motions, let's go on to how we can get out of the habit of going through the motions. Stop. (laughs) Just stop. If you're going through the motions, decide today that you're going to do something different. That you're going to throw a kink in the wheel. That you're going to throw a wrench in the wheel works. Whatever. That you're going to do it. That you are going to make a change, a little tweak today that takes you off autopilot. Yikes. That might be a little scary for some of you all. And one of the ways that I did this because here's what I was doing. Like I said before, I was, um, dreading getting up in the morning. I was getting up. I was getting dressed. I was going to work. I've got to work all day long, blah, blah, blah. Then I have to come home and I know I've got to cook dinner and I've got to do laundry and we've got to get backpacks done and we've got to do homework and we've got to do all these things. You know, like I had to change one, my mindset, how I looked at it. Um, it helped me get out of autopilot and enjoy time with family intentionally because my mindset was, I've got to do this. When my mindset was switched from, I've got to do this to, oh, let's make it fun. Let's change how we do it. Let's change how we go about it. It changed my life. So all the things that you know you have to do that are autopilot moments, find a way to change how you do them and make them fun. I believe everything in life, somehow you can make it fun. You know, we sat in the floor in the laundry room, me, Miles Layton, and Jamie, uh, a couple weeks ago, and just spread the socks out, and we sorted them by color. So Miles is learning, Layton's learning, and we're putting socks together. I'm using teachable moments where I was trading them before, and either I was just doing it, and I was bitter because I was doing it. I'm intentionally teaching my kids things that I want them to know for the future, and Sometimes we're just so tired that we're like, we'll just do it ourselves. It's just easier than arguing. It's easier than, and then we become bitter again. And we're back going through the motions again. So stop, stop just going through the motions. Don't be scared to ask for help. Listen, as women, as strong women that are breaking on the inside, we are so terrified to ask for help. One of two reasons. One, because You cannot be strong and ask for help. Now, I will debunk that lie all day long. That is a lie from the pit of hell. You can be strong and you can ask for help because there's people that surround you that have characteristics that you don't have that can make you stronger, that can make you better, that can make you 
where you're not spread so thin that you're halfway doing everything that um, you can take some things off your plate and do what you need to do well. It's okay to ask for help. It's totally okay to ask for help. It's not needy. You know, I think we can come to a point where we become needy if we're not doing anything and we're laying on our butts watching TV, telling everybody else to do everything. But it's not us being needy. A lot of times is because we just think that if we do it, it'll get done. I mean, how many of you all get frustrated because you ask things to get done and then you're, you end up disappointed because it's not done or it's not done right or it's not done to your caliber. I, I, I was guilty of this for so long. I thought that if I asked for help and, you know, it, it wasn't done the way I expected it to be done, it wasn't right. And I would have to go back and redo it. You know, that's when you use moments to teach. To teach. Teach the way it needs to be done. The correct way. The right way. And don't expect whoever, you know, is doing it to do it right the first time. Have grace. Have mercy. And be thankful that you have help, but it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. And some of you all just, you're, maybe it's pride. For me, it was pride for a long time or just that mentality. Like we have a mentality that, you know, you're just, you're not strong. If you ask for help, that is crap. That is crap. One of the ways to become the weakest is to load yourself up with so much that you can't handle it that you just collapse. And then you're not strong anymore at all. And some of you are already dying on the inside. Like you are just, you're crying on the inside for help. But you don't know how to ask for it. I've been reading Mel Robbins. Five, four, three, two, one, say it. Don't think about it. Just say it. And if you hold it in and you don't, you're going to break. You're going to. And again, we're going to revert back to bitter, angry, frustrated and just freaking exhausted. So this is how we get off autopilot. We ask for help. We don't care. We don't care to ask for help at all. And we find ways to make the tasks that are autopilot tasks fun and enjoyable. You have to change your mindset. A lot of this is just about, it's about mindset. Again, you know, it's the way we look at things. So to get off autopilot, we're going to have to throw um, a wrench in the wheel works. We're just going to have to. We're going to have to make some changes, which is okay, and shake it up a little bit and make it enjoyable for your family, enjoy for, enjoyable for your kids. Because I promise being active and doing these things with your kids, these tasks that are, are required, will make them better human beings doing it with them and making it fun for them because you don't want them to look at unloading the dishwasher and doing laundry the same way you do. You have the ability to help them right now at whatever age they are, make it fun and enjoyable. You know, whether it's turning on music and dancing or while you vacuum the floors, whatever it is, what whatever it is, find your thing that takes you off autopilot. Find it. And then last but not least, this is what I want you to do, okay? This is my challenge for you today. I want you to sit down and make a list of two things. I want you to make a list of all of your fears and anxieties, what they are. And then I want you to make a list of your goals 
and your dreams. I want you to pray about it. I want you to think about things that in your past you enjoyed, you desired, that made you happy, that lit your fire, that got you excited again. And I want you to make a list of those things. So I want you to write down your fears and anxieties. And I want you to write down your goals and what excites you. And you may be like, well, that's stupid. My, what I, what's in my head is stupid. Listen, nobody's seeing it but you. You don't have to go around and flash it to everybody. I think it's okay if you do. But you don't have to go around and flash that to everybody and be like, oh, look at my goals. Um, but I believe that when you write things down, and th- so let's start with the fears and anxieties. I believe that when you write down the fears and anxieties that you experience and that you feel, when you write those things down and you look at them on paper, they're not nearly as big as they are in your head. They seem a lot smaller, some of them. And some of them you're, you look at and you're like, why? Why am I fearful of that? Why does that make me anxious? And you see it on paper and something about seeing it on paper and getting it out of your brain helps clear your brain a little bit. So again, we're removing the self-complacency, all the things in our head that are just makes us feel like we can't get ahead. And a lot of it is just our own heads and our own thoughts. And uh, then your goals and the things that your heart desires. And, you know, maybe like, maybe it's just something as simple uh, on your goals as making your bed every day, or they don't have to be big. But maybe they are, and if they are, it is totally okay. But I believe, I truly believe, no matter what your purpose is or what you're called to do with your life, whatever it is, you know, and like I said, I believe the intentional tasks that we are uh, on our list every single day fulfill a purpose. The question is, are we using those to fulfill a purpose? Are we just going through the motions? Do you see what I'm saying? Does that make, does that make sense? You know, Maybe we, our, our, our um, purpose is to be a mom and take care of the house, but we're really not fulfilling our purpose if we're just going through the motions and we're dreading it because we're not passionate about it. And I know there's, it, you can only be so passionate about housework, but you can make it enjoyable. So you are fulfilling a purpose when your kids see you or your husband sees you. It's your attitude. It's your mentality. That's what rubs off on people that no matter what you're doing, if you're shoveling cow shit, this is how I was raised. If you're shoveling cow shit, you do it at the best of your ability. And whether you want to be doing, doing it or not, you have a good attitude about it. Because you don't know who's watching you. You don't know what little eyes are watching you in your attitude. And that's where you're fulfilling your purpose. Not in what you're always doing. It's not when I'm taking pictures that I'm fulfilling my purpose. I'm fulfilling my passion with that. It's the people and how I treat people and how I talk to people. That's how I'm fulfilling my purpose. Do you all get it? And we're just so busy going through the motions that we're stuck. We're so stuck and we're in our little bubble of misery that we're just dying inside to get out and to fill our pulse again. And that is my challenge for you all today to really take time to think about it. I want you all to take, find 30 minutes today or over the next few days, 30 minutes to sit down and think, is this me? Am I stuck in a self-complacency rut? Do I need a tractor with a big old chain to pull me out? 
I want you to write down your fears and your anxieties. And I want you to start thinking about what gets you excited. A hobby, a passion, um, maybe it's writing. Maybe you want to go back to school. I don't, I don't know. It's so different for everybody, but God gives us all different talents and gifts and desires. No two people are alike. You may do the same thing as a thousand other people, but you're going to do it differently. And you get to choose. You get to choose your purpose and how you, if, if you fulfill it or not. And here's what help happens. We get in the self-complacency rut and we feel that knock. We feel that, you know, a, a lot of times I feel it when I'm in church and the pastor's preaching and I think of this idea, something I'm supposed to do, and my hands start to sweat and I get this pit in my stomach and I'm like, oh, I got to, oh, I get so excited about it. So excited about it. And then I let self-complacency and all the things that weigh me down and I have to do pull me back. And I'm like, who has time for that? I'm over here just trying to keep my head above water. Ask yourself if that's you. And if it is, it's time to make some changes. And I truly believe that you can do it. Because if you don't, if you let that feeling sit there for too long, it'll pass. It will You'll just ignore it so long that you don't even notice it anymore. And then when the bitterness comes in is when somebody else is doing it. When somebody else is living your dream. Believe me, this has happened to me. This has happened to me. And I don't get mad at them. I get mad at myself because I think, you dummy. Why didn't you do what you were supposed to do? Why did you keep going through the motions of life? And not work to fulfill your purpose. That thing that got you excited. Don't let another moment pass you by in the self-complacency rut. Today is the day. Today is the day that you are going to change your life. And you're going to get off this self-complacency wheel. So you can fulfill your purpose. You can be a happier human being. And you can enjoy the life that you live. So you're not living to die, that you are actually living your life. That doesn't mean you have to go jump out of an airplane. You'll never catch me doing that unless it's crashing. Uh, You know, it doesn't mean you have to go get all spontaneous, but live, live. If the pandemic taught us anything that, you know, we got to live while we have the chance. So do it. Thank you all so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if there is somebody out there that you think this could help, please share it with them. Please share it with them. And hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. It'll pop up and notify you every time that a new episode goes live. Be sure to join me on Facebook at All The Things With Lindsay and on Instagram at lindsay.bowler where I'm always posting always writing, always sharing so you never miss anything. And until next time, you've got this.